and welcome to the Vata Time Podcast, where we aim to spread positivity, create community, and learn something new in each episode. We focus on all things wellness, sustainability, and lifestyle to build our awareness as a collective. We're your hosts. I'm Bianca. And I'm Amanda. In today's episode, we will be exploring plastics, the different type of plastics, and what we can do to reduce the amount of plastics we all use. Hello, E. How are you doing? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm also good, but you go first. How are you? I'm good. Hello. How are you? you go first, though. Me? Yeah. Go first. Tell you about my day? Yes. Okay. So I've had a very good day. I know I already told you, but I'll tell the podcast because I don't know if I've t- spoken about this on the podcast. I know I've spoken about taking boxing before. But I'm doing a boxing challenge right now, and I'm literally telling everyone who will listen to me, I'm doing a boxing challenge. (laughs) So so it's only appropriate that I say it on the podcast as well. I've been doing this boxing challenge every day in July. I mean, there's I obviously started a little bit late, uh, like a week late, but been going basically every day for the past 12 days straight, and I'm a little tired. Um, but I am feeling so good. I'm learning so much. My jab, cross, hook, uppercuts are feeling good and I'm killing it in class and I definitely feel my body getting better and getting better on the treadmill, which we know has been like a hard point for me, but yeah, that's what I've been doing the past 12 days. It's been hard. Every class I've run like 500 to 600 calories every day. Yeah. So my body's like, help. And it's like it's it's not an easy just like okay you're doing yoga every day like this is intense on your body every single day yeah I definitely feel like I need yoga okay like I can't wait to do a nice I mean I should do it but like I need like good stretching and like yeah. I've been doing the Theragun at night which has been helping me get through it because my muscles have like no recovery time yeah yeah it's definitely not great but I but... feel so good it feels so good I love it I love the music and the just the vibes you know the classes are so good the instructors are really good so that's what I've been doing what is say hot girl summer this Ooh. is this is my hot girl summer hot girl summer all year round all year round yeah I'm so tired <laughs> but yeah no, but that's good, though. It's exciting. And then Hams is doing it, too, so it's cute that you guys, like, get to do it together and push each other and, like, Yeah, it's we cute. get a little competitive sometimes. I can see that. It's good. 100%. It's good, yeah. I'm enjoying it. And what else? Just working and uh, living my life. Being the queen that you are. Oh, stop it. Thank you. You, too. <laughs> what have you been up to? I've been up to... I feel like I've been somewhat in a slump maybe for the past two to three weeks and shout out to Bianca for being such like a great friend and holding space and like giving me space and like being there because I know it's hard when you like care about someone and love someone and like they're going through something and like so thank you for for holding that for me because I I know it's (laughs) this is a very sweet thing to tell me Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you as we're crying oh God, within don't two cry. minutes. I'm going to cry. So. No, I will hold space for you forever. So. Mm, thank you. I appreciate you. So. That's what friends do. It is. It is. And, and it's you're like not... a sister. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> my 
heart. We're like the sisters we never had. Literally, only child, but like this is my sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just appreciative of of that because it's not always rainbows and butterflies all the time, which is fine. But um, like just pulling myself out of it, getting back, and then like having the support of of you help so thank you um but this week specifically so bianca's been on her boxing grind and i've been on my let's try new things in life and do things that make me uncomfortable grind okay so i tried a um let me put this in like nicer terms i don't know but like nicer a, term. a, a, like a, a pole fitness class <laughs> Like a strip club? No. <laughs> like, it's like a, like you, like a beginner intro okay. class yeah. into, pole into pole class. dancing. It's in, that's what's, it's all over. Like, yes. it's very popular. Yeah. Pole fitness. Yeah. Um, but that was like very, I, I ended up going with my roommate because she went and loved it. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So we did it together and it was like such a cool experience because it's not normal. I mean, for me personally, like being so like out there and like I don't sensual yeah like being so sensual and like in your feels and not caring about what anyone else is doing because the biggest judge we have in our life like it's not other people around us it's Mm ourselves. so it's just like being comfortable being like okay I'm just gonna do whatever feels right whatever flows and like after the class I felt so good I was Ah. just like like it just really helped bring out that feminine energy and like it's fun and then like you get to move down and you're like oh my gosh like it's just a whole next level and then two days later I went to this like aerial acrobatics place and they have hoop classes which is also called Lyra so it's like L-Y-R-A but it's literally like you walk in and I feel like this is where people would go for like circus training like circus du soleil yeah yeah like I they have trapeze stuff there they have the silks hanging down the hoops and like you're just like doing all these moves flipping up and back and like it was just fun yeah it was so fun and it's so out there and not something I would normally do and I love when I find new things to do because it just like just opens up a whole new space yeah that's what life is about yeah just like trying new fun exciting things and then you love it and you're like I want to keep doing this like how do I fit this into my regular routine (laughs) with all the other 5,000 other things that I already love (laughs) but yeah no it's it's cool it's been fun it's been been good that's awesome I love that for you and I want to try I can't wait for you yeah. to come yeah I want to try the the like the silk you want the silk one yeah like that one I would like to do honestly when you told me about the hoop one yeah I got a little bit yeah not scared but I'm like my I don't know if my upper body strength is there to hold myself on a hoop because you were like oh holding on is the easy part I'm like I'm thinking back. My mind is like in that fit, fifth grade, no. uh, you know, elementary school PE. Uh, what's it called? Uh, what's that day called? Like field day, mm-hmm. and you have to like do the pull ups, and I can never do a pull up. So like the I can't do a pull up. The, like teacher had to like hold my knees up and help me do the pull ups. And no, you're good. It's an inner child. Yeah, Ugh. it's it's hitting that. No, but like, look at you now going to grit fifty thousand times in like oh, yeah. a week. Like and I can like, hit the crap out of a bag. But that's that's arm strength. Yeah. So like, you don't even realize how much you're strengthening your arms that when you go to do something upper body, you're gonna be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But oh my gosh, we love inner child healing. <laughs> <laughs> your inner child, we we love her. That's like she, very she traumatic. Okay. You know, everyone's looking at you, all the kids. Yeah. Ugh, kids are so mean. But I don't know why 
they do that kind of stuff. <laughs> School and kids. <laughs> School and kids. Both. Well, you know, like, something you mentioned also that just really quick to touch on, like, I feel like it's really nice that you mentioned, like, it's helping you get into, like, that inner feminine, like, sensual, because I feel like a lot of the times we're told, like, especially as women, like, oh, like, don't wear short shorts or a skirt that's too short or, you know, your tank top is distracting or like even at school like it's part of the dress code right yeah. or you know so we're told kind of like to cover up our sensuality all the time and it just even reminded me of something I saw in the news like earlier this week which is like going on in the Olympics that like um the women's volleyball team um like from Norway or something decided to opt out of the bikini and wear shorts and they were fined for that but like what yeah but then the in within the same olympic uh like games in a different sport i I think it was like track and race or something like that and um you know one of the women woman was like wearing shorts that were too short and she was fined or taken out or like reprimanded for wearing too short of shorts because her shorts almost seemed like a bikini so it's just crazy to think about the polar opposites within the Olympics. Like, one sport of women were, like, getting fined for wearing shorts that were too long, and then the other side is, like, oh, your shorts are too short. Mm -hmm. So society's always, like, it just made me think, like, society's always trying to, like, over-sexualize women or trying to hide our sexuality, and it's, like, just so good to embrace it and, like, own it and, like, you feel with it and do with it what you want yeah. not what others want yeah because there's always someone that's gonna have a problem whether they're too short or not short enough always so always it's good to like own that and embrace that yeah and have that for yourself yeah yeah the hundred percent and bring it back out because it's like yeah we've been suppressing it for a long time and like i don't know it was just it felt like a safe space yeah which is important because then that you you start to create that safe space within yourself and then that transfers to other people that you're around and then other people will be more expressive because they see it and it's just like a whole shift uh, in the collective which is what we talk about all the time but wow that's crazy i had no idea mm-hmm. that story yeah it's all happening today in like today's world too like, we think like oh in the 50s yeah no it's like, like oh this happened 200 years ago right <laughs> oh no 2021 yeah like this year right now like this past week so um wow yeah wow life is so fun and exciting it is new stuff going on all the time even when it doesn't feel like fun and exciting it's always like when you reflect back yeah to what life was like this past week there's always something interesting and new i love that perspective yeah and we always accomplish something yeah I'm pondering what you accomplished you accomplished yeah. so much sure. oh my gosh you should journal more like a diary yeah. journal like, like a like, nice little mm-hmm. reflection yeah like so today we're talking about plastics so let's get into it we haven't done an episode about sustainability in a while and that's one of our pillars so we want to bring it back home and uh, come talk about stuff that matters uh, to the planet and the earth, but also to our bodies, because that's what we're going to get into today of how it impacts just everything all around. So I'm just going to start off with some facts 
like we do sometimes. Um, so did you know that all of the plastic worldwide since the 1950s, only 9% of that has been recycled? So I know we've talked about recycling in previous episodes, but this is a specific fact about plastics. So out of all the plastics, only 9% is recycled. Yikes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's not, that's not good. Yeah. And then, then, so on average, the U.S. citizen, like one U.S. citizen consumes 167 plastic water bottles per year, but only recycles 25 of them. 25%, sorry, 25% of their water bottles. So that's not a lot. Um, And as we know uh, from previous podcast episodes, it takes roughly around 450 years for a plastic water bottle to decompose in a landfill. So 75% of all U.S. citizens' water bottles that, you know, we're using all these water bottles, 75% is going in a landfill. That's taking 450 years to decompose in the landfill. That's four generations. Like, think about your lifetime, your parents' lifetime, your grandparents' lifetime, and your great-grandparents' lifetime. Like, our great-grandparents didn't even have water bottles. (laughs) Like, they didn't. Like, they drank water out of, like, the well. (laughs) I'm sure they had cups. (laughs) But, but yeah, they, like, grabbed it. I don't even know where they got... They didn't have like water bottles like plastic water bottles no that was non-existent yeah that's brand new so it's just crazy to think about like this is like a brand new issue i feel like that's the earth is being confronted with um so i just wanted to also know that every city has different ways of recycling also so Uh, because this concept of recycling is very new um, within like the past couple hundred years right Um, it's been set up as a private business versus like a government service so when you put out your recycling it's not really like a government program that's like happening or a government entity that it's going to like they're basically being run by private businesses And so if it's not profitable enough, a lot of U.S. cities have altogether canceled their recycling programs. So you can't even recycle in a lot of places. And I know this from like personal experience because I had a friend down in Florida who lived in Deltona, Deland or Deltona, I can't remember. And one day she came to work and she was like, hey, they stopped recycling in Deltona or Deland or whatever. And I was like, what? (laughs) She's like, yeah, it wasn't profitable enough. So like the government needs to be able to make money off of recycling for them to continue it. And if it's not making money, if it's costing them more money, then they're just not going to do it. So, which is crazy, right? That's actually crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I would do. I would have to move. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine not recycling? (laughs) To drive two hours to take my recycles every two months somewhere and like hoard them. That's crazy. That's like, that's really sad. Mm-hmm. So, like, part of the problem with, you know, it not being profitable is that the recycles, recyclables are not worthy of being recycled or yeah. they're contaminated, right? So that makes it even worse. So when we, I was, like, doing research for this episode, I came across this story where um, this truck driver had a truck like a truck filled with recyclables in it and instead of taking it directly to the recycling facility 
uh, he just drove it to the uh, landfill because everything in there was so contaminated. They knew that they were not going to be able to actually recycle it. So a lot of it's also on us consumers because like when we put things in our recycle bin, like we don't look up like what's recyclable in our county and city because like each county and city is different. There's no like universal recycling program in the United States or in the world, right? Everything is like city specific or district, even like district, right? So it's like very specific and there's also a lot of rules like you have to clean it out you have to let it dry you have to take off the label you have to take off the cap see okay but in some places though you have to recycle with the cap and without the cap and some like the label and some don't and it's like it's so complicated it's so complicated yeah so like it's it's crazy so we like it's kind of on us to like learn what the rules are in our city because it's not there's not a global like there's not just a consistent program throughout yeah. so we have to learn how to do it specifically to where we are which is not great not yeah. a great system but yeah um it's just something to be aware of because there's a difference between like recycling and wish cycling yeah like we do a lot of wish cycling like we throw something in the recycle and we wish it gets recycled yeah where it doesn't actually get recycled and it's it's crazy that it's on the consumer but also it's so important for us to educate and it's like something that we should actually look at yeah but they don't make it easy either yeah like it's not i don't know i need to look up the new york laws and see but I'm sure I'm going to have to do some digging to mm-hmm. get to those things. Yeah. And, like, we're pretty lucky because in New York it's, like, a huge yes. thing, like, recycling. and Places get fined for not recycling. Like, yeah. back in, like, the big offices I worked at, the companies had recycling bins. And then they would do trash audits of, like, the tenants in the building. And if they weren't recycling things that could have been recycled, the company got fined. Wow. So, like... So, what, did they just hire people to go through the trash? I think so. Wow. Like, or whoever may be taking the trash out, like, they're supposed to do a trash audit and see, yeah. like, to make sure the stuff that's in trash actually can't be recycled. I think that's how it is in Canada, too. Like, in Canada, they have different types of recycling, and you, as, a, like, a citizen, get in trouble if you don't recycle properly. Isn't that in Japan, too? Why is everyone but the U.S. doing this? <laughs> like, they have different days for different, like... Yeah. plastics and aluminums oh, wow. and like each day is something different that's really cool and you get in trouble if you don't yeah. do it i don't love the getting in trouble part but it's also like it's probably what it's gonna take accountability yeah because it's like this is a new a new issue confronting people like a hundred years ago we didn't have all these plastic water bottles yeah. and plastic straws and all of this just like trash yeah so it wasn't a disposable nature things were made to last this is like a new problem yeah that needs a new solution Mm -hmm. and like we need to start educating ourselves because it's just like the world will continue to find like a place to put the trash and then next thing you know our earth is like a big trash can yeah we're a big trash can on fire like we're asking ourselves like why is it cold in june why yeah why is there like hurricanes like massive hurricanes massive earthquakes wildfires like. yeah like the earth is like please help me yeah the you know the ice glaciers are like melting and causing flooding in seattle yeah so like we just have to like pay attention to earth like mm-hmm. we only have one earth i'm not about to go into space 
<laughs> like everyone else. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't even want to. <laughs> L-O-L. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, like, something that this reminds me of, there's there was a face wash, like, back um, maybe a few years ago that for the micro beads, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, they started using plastic beads. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't, like, they started doing samples of the water. And they were like, what are all of these little plastic beads everywhere? And it was from the face washes that people, like, right, you do it in the sink, you do it in the shower. And then it runs down into the ocean and like all of these little plastic beads were just polluting the ocean and then the fish were eating them and getting sick and dying and so like now they outlaw that you can't have like the plastic micro micro beads in the face wash but it's like why was there plastic in it to begin with like that's crazy and then you just don't realize the effects of doing that and like hundreds of thousands of millions of people buying that the effects that that has on nature Mm -hmm. and then you see it and you're like oh, shoot. Like, the person who created plastic is probably, like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Like, the person that created K-Cups is, like, I wish I would have never created K-Cups. Wow. Because of the amount of damage that it has caused, like, in landfills, because K-Cups can't be recycled. Wow. So. It's it's crazy. It's crazy to think about, and we just have to just learn, just be more aware. Yeah. Because that's the best thing we can do is just be more aware, learn what we're doing, and what can we do better. Exactly. Wow. So. The beads is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's sad, too. Because then they get you addicted to it, right? Like, oh, I love this face yeah. wash with the beads. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it's like, no. <laughs> but then I'm sure people were eating fish who had ate. the plastic beads. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like a huge thing now, too, with like contaminated water in the fish and then yes, people like eat. mercury poisoning mm-hmm. and like that's why when you're pregnant you're not supposed to eat fish either yeah. wow it's it's literally all connected literally like, you took the words out of my mouth yeah wow it's one big circle so yeah. let's see how we can help the circle <laughs> well let's learn let's learn okay so in the 1980s the plastic society created a coding system to help sort plastic in the recycling facilities so you know like when you buy something there's usually that little triangle on the back of it with a number inside of it yeah so that number is a code and that code gives like it lets you know which plastic it is and then how it can be recycled okay so one thing to note is like there's so many different kinds of plastics out there with different textures colors and like they tried reducing those into seven different types of plastics and this is a sense like of greenwashing which we've talked about greenwashing before and it gives consumers the false hope of things that like getting recycled that are not actually getting recycled so as you said the term before and i love it wish cycling Mm -hmm. that's exactly what's happening Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because like if I see the little triangle on something, like, I'm throwing it in a recycle. I'm not really thinking yeah. this is one, like, what code yeah. is it or whatever. Like, yeah. And the code, it means it has to be recycled in a different way exactly. or in a different facility. And not all codes are recycled everywhere. So, yeah, it's just like, what? Yeah. Like, I forget. I think we watched something, some kind of documentary at some point. But it's like, um, there are certain numbers that are, like, not easily recycled at all or can even be close to being recycling but then again you see that little recycle sign you're like okay cool and you just dump it in and then it's like oh no 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 yeah so let's get into all these different types of plastics (laughs) 
So tell me about the first one. All right, so plastic one, we have P-E-T. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce the polyethylene terephthalate name. Telephthalate. Yep. We're just going to call it a plastic one P-E-T. P-E-T. So this is the most common and the easiest plastic to recycle. They're typically the water bottles or soda drinking bottles. It's also important to note that these products made of this plastic should be recycled but not reused. Reusing this plastic can increase the risk of leaching and bacterial growth, which think about how many times someone uses a like plastic water bottle over and over. And sorry, mom, I'm going to call you out on this because you've already switched it because I told you about it. But like, right, so you have a water bottle and you're like, okay, I'm just going to reuse the water bottle as many times as I can because like I want to be resourceful and just refill it and refill it. But like the bacteria that grows inside of there, because you're not cleaning it out with soap every time, just keep refilling it. And then since it's made of plastic, like every single time you like squeeze it and like it's getting jumbled around, the plastic bits, like it's made of plastic. So those plastic bits like they're going to start breaking down inside of your water and then you're going to end up drinking little pieces of plastic that you're not even realizing which that's obviously not good so it's not good to reuse these things and then we do and then it's a cycle just try and not <laughs> leaching and bacterial growth yeah like that's bacteria like that could be very harmful like we live in a society that's literally afraid to touch anything because we don't want bacteria and germs but like people are reusing plastics yeah which like causes bacteria and it sounds even worse leaching i know that's a very strong word <laughs> i don't want that i don't even know what that is but leaching yeah. sounds like a sounds like a worm or something yeah well leeches i've been seeing a lot of i don't know why this is in my tiktok algorithm <laughs> But I've been seeing a lot of people, like, hiking, and I don't know where they're hiking because I'm not going there. Yeah. But, like, they have leeches that are getting stuck on them. Oh, And yeah. then, like, the girls would be screaming, and then the friend's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you have it on you. Like, haha, that stinks. And the girl looks down, and then they're on her. And then they're both <laughs> screaming, and, like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, I have no idea that, like, because they stick onto you, and you have to pull them out, and then you're bleeding because they're like, yeah, it's just. Aha. This- so. We're not reusing water bottles here. <laughs> the, that's the, the, the moral of the story. The moral of the story. Wow. Okay. So let's move on to the second plastic. <laughs> uh, trying to get my head out of that. But plastic number two is HDPE, high density poly... I don't know how to say it. Okay, wait. Now I think I know. Polyethylene. Po- polyethylene. Maybe? Right? Polyethylene. That sounds somewhat familiar. Polyethylene. Sure, yeah. Sure, sure. Sure means no. Sure means no. We'll talk about that in a different podcast. Okay. So, plastic number two is HDPE, and these are usually like hard plastics or flimsy plastics. So, this is kind of like what you were saying earlier that the numbers and the coding can make us feel better about stuff and recycling, but when you think about it, like things that are two different things that are so different are still categorized as one, like as number two plastic they aren't recycled the same way like it's just it's crazy but uh so like these are hard plastics like uh things like your milk jugs and your detergent and oil bottles and toys uh but it can also be flimsy things like plastic bags 
These are all number two plastics. So, um, see, that blows my mind a little bit. Yeah. Because, like, when we say plastic bags, are those like the bags that you would get from the grocery store? Mm-hmm. Okay, so those actually cannot be recycled in the regular recycling facilities Mm -hmm. because the machines aren't made to recycle those. So that's why in most of the facilities that give out those bags, they have some type of area where you can bring them back. Yeah. And the store has to recycle them Mm -hmm. because it's not profitable for these companies to recycle those plastic bags because they're so small and flimsy that they will not do it. And it also like clogs up their machines because their machines aren't made to do it. So they're only looking for those like detergent bottles those like protein yeah like th- things that are like hard. very hard and think like, the tide pod exactly container yep like yeah. that's what they want so they see mm-hmm. these little like and even um some of the like strawberry containers like that's not very hard mm-hmm. either so a lot of those can't be recycled depending on yeah the county so that i didn't know about this fact yeah. and that very surprises me because um it also has to do with like the burn point um, mm. of each of these plastics. So even though they're totally different textures, they're still categorized under the same uh, plastic number or type because they're durable. Like, both of them are durable. Yeah. And they burn at the same, po- like, heat point or something like that. So, Got it. Um, wow. Like, they're so different. And they, like, again, like you mentioned, like, those bags can't be recycled the same way as those tight containers, right? Yeah. So. Um, even though they're categorized as the same, they're recycled differently. So it's very confusing, and it's like this is why we have to do our research to see like what specifically in our district, plastics number two. Can I put bags in my recycling bin? No, but can I put a tight container? Yes, and hopefully it makes it to mm-hmm. the final destination. That's wild. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's talk about plastic number three while that soaks in. (laughs) (laughs) So plastic number three, we have PVC, which is known as polyvinyl chloride. Um, So PVC is dubbed the poison plastic because it contains numerous toxins that it leaches out during the cycle of its life. So this is usually what we see as like building materials and things like that the sewer pipes are made of or fruit trays. And we would typically want to avoid these plastics because of the toxins that it releases um, when we're using it. Okay, so as we move from from plastic number three until the rest of the ones that we talk about, these plastics are very hard to recycle and it's very rare that they actually do get recycled. So think about all the items that we're mentioning from here on out and how they're not really going to be recycled due to the difficulty of the process. Wow, I would think that PVC pipes could be recycled because it's like a hard plastic, but then if it's toxic, then you don't want to recycle it. Yeah. Wow. It's also crazy because like PVC pipes and stuff like that, that's what we use in like constructing like yeah. our homes. Like, like and... doesn't the air conditioning run through PVC pipes and yeah. whatnot? And it's just so toxic, like the chemicals it makes when... Like, our entire, we're like, oh, why do we have so many medical issues? Why is our immune system so suppressed? Why do people have asthma? (laughs) Yeah. And it's, like, all of the things that have recently changed in history. Yeah. That is just, like, literally, you know, when they say, like, oh, everything kills you, so why care? It's like, 
care about one thing. Like, yeah. just learn one thing, and yeah. then you'll start opening your eyes, and you're like, wow, like, it's in our faces. It's everything. Everything that has been recently incorporated into our lives for the last hundred years to manipulate us. Okay, Matrix. <laughs> no, it yeah. is. Like, because it's, it's more short-term thinking instead of long-term thinking. So yeah. it's like that quick fix, like what is most cost-effective, not it, not like what is best for society, what is best for people's health. It's like, oh, this is going to make the quick buck. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. It's not that B Corp kind of mm-hmm. mindset. It's more of like the fast money. Yeah. And then it's like, then it's also control over your life, yeah. right? Because like once you get sick or once you become vulnerable, you rely on other people and the same people who put all these systems in measure for us. So definitely good to like just be conscious of what's going on. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the next plastic. Which one are we on? Plastic four? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So plastic four is LDPE, low density poly polyethylene polyethylene that could be completely wrong but that's what it looks like (laughs) so plastic number four is typically like more plastic bags like a different there's so many different types of plastic bags but these are more like think of wrappers shrink wraps dry cleaning garment bags squeezable bottles um the type of bags that um, bread comes in, so that's like a different kind of bag than your grocery bag. Yeah, that's like a little it's less way durable. Flimsier. Yeah. Yep. Um, so think about that. And products made using LDPE plastics are reusable, but they're not always recyclable. So you have to check again mm-hmm. what your local city's uh, you know contract is with the recycling facilities and uh, see whether it is or it is not because. Um, the same place you drop off your plastic bags from the grocery store, it's not the same place you can drop off the bag your bread comes in. And, like, think about how many people buy bread. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Like, the average household probably buys one loaf bread a week. At least. And then, like, everyone has that wrapper that can't possibly be recycled. I mean, we try to reuse ours as much as we can, and that's what we store the compost in Mm -hmm. and then at some point it's going to tear it's going to rip but instead of using another plastic bag to put the compost in we just use other bags that we would have to throw out yeah like that's one way but also like (laughs) like (laughs) so difficult (laughs) i know i saw one of this like we'll talk about the solutions later on um but one thing i found online was like make your own bread yeah and then i was thinking i was like but, like, when you make your own bread, you have to buy stuff that the bread ingredients come in. So, like, flour comes in a bag. Paper bag. Paper bag, yeah. Uh, then what do you need? Baking soda or baking powder? That's usually... Uh, baking soda would be paper. Baking powder is usually aluminum. aluminum. Uh, the yeast packet, that seems plasticky to me. Yeah. Because there's going to be some kind of waxy coating lining thing so that's yeah. not gonna be able to unless be you buy the jar there's a glass jar oh, is there yeah okay. but then you have to use it within like i think it expires really soon because I, ha- I bought it and it's like it expires really fast uh, so it's like one of those things like and then it's like okay do i go to a bakery every week to oh, get my bread okay and like bring my own bag or the farmer's to- market has some good looking bread 
I think it's already wrapped though, no? Is it? No. They um Is it? They have like the breads by themselves, but then how are you gonna carry it home? You bring a bag. You bring a bag. The bag that the other bread came in. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's that that's the thing. But also like the average person that's doing groceries too, like I wish it was like so much more accessible just yeah. to like Yeah. Thinking of like a mom with like four kids and like, yeah, buying groceries needs to buy three bread loaves. Like, yeah. gonna be carrying bread, yeah, like loose bread, yeah, <laughs> or baking bread, falling on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. But yeah, we're we'll come up with solutions. It just takes a little <laughs> brainstorming. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Plastic number five. We have PP. Uh, poly. Propylene, probably polypropylene. This is gonna be fun. Poly pocket. Uh, poly pocket. Oh my god, those are fun. Um, also plastic. Also plastic. Very plastic. Oh my gosh, all the dolls that are created that are plastic. All the children's toys. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> so this plastic is tough and lightweight. So let's think of these things as disposable diapers, pails, plastic water bottle tops, butter and yogurt containers potato chip bags, straws, packing tape, and rope. All right. Yeah. The butter and yogurt containers makes me very upset. Because we put those in the recycling bin all the time. Yep. The likelihood of that actually getting recycled is very low. It's not crazy. I'm upset. (laughs) I'm very upset. I just hope that the laws in New York come on. Because, like, they're so strict on everything else. Like, I just hope that these laws pull through and, like... They actually are recycling something here. I am very shocked. <laughs> that makes me very sad. Are you, okay? <laughs> you can make your own yogurt, but then again, we have to think about like all the ingredients. Yeah, because then you have it. to buy the probiotic pills, which probiotics typically come. Well, some come in glass, depending. Okay. But you still need the pill. And then if you buy the milk... Mm. then that can come in a container but I mean then you can make your own almond milk but I don't know how the compounds of that react with the (laughs) compounds inside of the probiotic pill (laughs) it's okay science (laughs) someone help me Jimmy Neutron (laughs) (laughs) it's actually very complex yeah I mean these are like things that people think about yeah yeah wow they definitely require some brainstorming so it's like this is all about becoming conscious and aware okay now that we are becoming aware then we can think of solutions right now that i'm never buying yogurt again no i'm just kidding that's not the solution yeah but the awareness you're right it's about being aware so like yeah it's good to know it's better to know than not to know absolutely okay let's move on to plastic number six ps or you know (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to try to say it, but uh, most of us know plastic number six or PS as styrofoam. So it's the most often used uh, for things like cups, takeout containers, egg cartons, uh, plastic forks and knives, uh, foam packaging, and um, the notorious peanut foam chips when you order packaging like something that comes in amazon or whatever uh so this i just want to give a quick shout out to our instagram if you don't follow us there already 
um, go follow us because we recently posted a couple, I don't want to say recently, it was a while ago, but uh, we posted a reel showing like this uh, biodegradable uh, peanuts. So you can support small businesses that use these. A lot of small businesses use like the biodegradable peanuts that literally just dissolve in water. Like you just, I have a reel on Instagram. You can go look at it and it's just, you know, you put them underwater and they just dissolve and it's super eco-friendly and it's just better to buy from small businesses anyway, but it's so much better when you see the small businesses actually taking uh, actionable steps towards like cleaner, better future, uh, things like that. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there, but it's also good to be aware that this type of plastic, the styrofoam or PS plastic number six has been a proven human carcinogen. So it literally causes cancer. Uh, chemicals present in this PS plastic have been linked with human health pro- uh, problems, including reproductive system dysfunction. And so that's kind of crazy because this is literally what we're eating out of a lot of the time. We're drinking drinks out of this, and it's just crazy that we're using plastic forks and knives mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And it's like the styrofoam cup. Like, that's so common. Yeah. That's like what Chick-fil-A lemonade comes in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's like, think about how many people have reproductive issues. And then think about how, like, how common styrofoam is. Mm-hmm. And it's literally been scientifically linked to cause reproductive system dysfunction. And it causes human carcinogens. Like, this is a proven thing. It's out there. The studies are out there. And we just kind of ignore it because it's convenient to have this, our lemonade in this cup. Yeah. So, I -hmm. mean, like, yeah, we can't, like, life is easy when you don't think about these things. But then life also hits you hard when you have to deal with the repercussions of it. Like, I just feel like it's so much easier to carry your own water bottle with your own lemonade. Yeah. Than to have to deal with certain other issues later on down the line. Mm Mm-hmm. And I wonder, like, depending on the place, let's say you bring your own cup and you're like, hey, it's 16 ounces. Can I purchase a medium drink but fill it up with my own cup? I don't know if they allow that. Yeah. I mean, now with every... They're not going to allow... Starbucks doesn't even allow um, you to bring your own recyclable cup. Or they didn't a few months ago. Yeah. So it's just like... Yeah. If we just keep digging a deeper hole. Yeah. Um, homemade lemonade. Homemade lemonade. Yeah, we don't need. Oh, yeah, we don't need. Like my coffee's so much better than Starbucks coffee. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is. And have you ever made lemonade from scratch? I mean, I don't think so. Me neither. But we make <laughs> the lemon. We make the lemon shots, and those are good. Oh, they are good. You're right. So like, I nutritious, would... not lemon drop shots. Uh, what? Healthy. What's a lemon drop shot? Lemon drop shots. Yeah, it's like a popular lemon shot a partying thing like alcoholic (laughs) i don't know if it's a partying thing i don't know if people make them at parties but like i feel like it's common to be like hey can i get like a lemon drop shot okay maybe that was an orlando thing i don't know no i mean i didn't really party a lot no (laughs) i know fireball okay yeah (laughs) very very cinnamony yeah okay let's keep 
Keep on rolling. All right, last plastic. So this category is um, other. So we have BPA, polycarbonate, and lexane. So number seven was designed as a catch-all for all polycarbonate, so PC, and other plastics. So reuse and recycling protocols are not standardized within this category at all. These plastics can't be recycled because of the toxin levels um, since they're unknown. So some examples of these plastics would include the bags that your grapes come in or other containers that your takeout sauce comes in. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Even the grape containers? Yeah, like the, the bag that the grape comes in, that's like question mark, huge question mark. Like what is that made out of? It's probably just a bunch of random plastics yeah. together. And then they can't recycle it because it's so toxic. And if they try to burn it, it's going to release so much yeah. like bad stuff. Yeah. I think like the whole point of it too is like there's seven plastics, but there's really more than seven. Oh, because yeah. like this number seven is a catch-all for yeah. miscellaneous, etc. random stuff that doesn't fit into the other categories. And we know how like broad the other categories are too because yeah. plastic number two was like the Tide containers and uh, plastic bags, plastic grocery bags. So... It's just crazy to think about all the different types of plastics and just the unknown of where they end up. I'm sitting here, like, shaking my head. Like, I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm absolutely shocked at some of these. Yeah. And it's, like, such a new thing because, they like, plastics just came into fruition, like, after World War II, um, which is, like, not that long ago when you really think about, like, the history of time that we've been on Earth. Um, so it's relatively new and it's just like one of those things that was convenient at the time and you really have to think about it like plastics are made from fossil fuels like not what is it not renewable sources so things like oil and gas and you hear about this all the time like we don't have that much oil we don't have that much gas people are going to war over this like people are killing people over oil and gas and things like that and you're just like do we really need like can we control ourselves like can we minimize how much we use of this and maybe it would cause less harm mm-hmm. i don't know yeah because people will always be people and people will always go to war <laughs> find a way yeah but it's like just thinking about like why do we need so much of it and it's like such a new concept of plastic so yeah we're just learning little baby steps every day so let's talk about how we can minimize the total amount of plastic that we use one thing that i think it's good to mention here like as we get into like what can we do about reducing all of the amount of plastic that we use is that i think generally in society there's this concept where we don't take accountability for what we use uh it's really easy for us to blame like big businesses and corporate America and all that and yeah I do agree with like they are a huge problem but we also have to think about that they keep producing these things because there's continued demand by the consumer so if we start demanding less of these things they're not going to make as much money off of the things that you know harm the planet as much right so I think 
one big thing that is just good for us to realize is like we are powerful and we can make a difference and we just need to take that autonomy within ourselves as a society and start to take responsibility for some of our actions because our actions do have consequences and this mentality that like oh one person can't change the world or one person can't make a difference like what does this matter like if everyone thinks like that like this wouldn't like nothing would change right yeah so it's important to just ask yourself like you know what was that quote there's like be the change you want to be or whatever be the change you wish to see in the world yeah like take things into your own hands like start to like take that power back to yourself like bring take the power away from someone else and bring it back to yourself because you are powerful enough to make a difference Mm -hmm. so let's get into ways we can reduce our plastic consumption i love it (laughs) so a huge one is like when we go to the grocery store bringing our reusable bags and like I know it sounds so easy like bring your reusable bag but it's just something that's like sometimes you don't think about or you're out and about and you're like oh shoot like I left my bag I'm just gonna have to use a bag there or buy another reusable bag and then that's contributing more too so I know they have like some that like fold up really tiny so like if you already have those like maybe just keep one of those in the bottom of your purse or your backpack whatever um but just trying to like make sure the reusable bags that we already do have that we're using them and um same with like also containers to the grocery store if you want to buy loose brussels sprouts just you could bring a container and put them in the container or you can like i have a few mesh bags that i'll stick them in they have the tear weights on them and then they'll just weigh them at the register and like you're not using the plastic bags that everyone puts the produce in like that that one's so big because those aren't getting recycled either and it's like you're just we've talked about this before but you're just putting the produce in a bag to then get put inside of another bag for you to take it home like yeah it's just so unnecessary but we're so accustomed to doing this and like we don't think twice and we think that it's weird if we don't do it yeah and like that's not how it should be like it should be weird that we do do it yeah so yeah because it's like, oh, you don't want your fruit to get dirty, but like, do it's already you, so dirty. Do you know where your fruit has been? Yeah, <laughs> there are millions of hands that have touched that fruit, and like, it probably fell on the floor. Someone picked it back up and put it there. Like, you have to wash it anyway. So the two seconds that it's sitting inside of your car is gonna be okay. Yeah. Oh lord. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I know. I feel like we're getting all riled up. I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah. This is good. <clears throat> okay, so the second thing you could do is just say no to straws and plastic lids. Bring your own. Bring your own straw. Have your own little compactable straw in your purse, bag. Um, you know, you don't need to get a straw outside. Like, we all know, like, the shift is going from plastic straws to paper straws, and paper straws suck. So, I mean, it's real, right? Yeah. Like, paper straws get flimsy. They break. Um, yeah. You know, you have to suck harder to get the, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, Where were we? I feel like we were somewhere and someplace had a good paper straw and I was very surprised. We were somewhere. Okay. But it's like, just bring your, what if you, like, I have these stainless steel straws. Love. Yeah. Love. And it's like. Yeah. Just. And if you forget your stainless steel straw or don't have a straw, you don't need a straw. 
Yeah. Like, you actually don't need a straw. Mm-hmm. Like, just drink it out of the cup. And if this is what convinces you, I've also heard that straws give you wrinkles. That's interesting. Around your mouth. That's Because funny. you just consistently doing that. But, um... <laughs> no more straws ever it's a beauty it's like a beauty hack beauty so hack. like the beauty hack is like oh if you like if you put lipstick on and you sip out of a straw mm-hmm. like it's better because your lipstick lasts longer but if you use a straw you're gonna get wrinkles around that's your hilarious mouth. I love <laughs> so that. what do you care more about that's funny. but yeah i mean if that's what it takes um i also love what you have written down here um so it's like when you're ordering the drink yeah. say just say no straws, please. Yeah, like sometimes you don't think about it, and they automatically put the straw in there, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh shoot. Yeah. Like so, when you order it, just be like, oh, like, hey, can I get a water, no straw? Yeah. Like and that water, no come ice. Have it. Yeah. Water, no ice, no straw. Just yeah. no cup. Just bring me the water in your hands and. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just bring me the hose. Just bring me the hose. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah, no, it's a just another habit we have to form, right? Like forming yeah. habits are difficult because we're so used to our conditioned little hamster wheel right yeah so just building a new habit it could really make some big differences hundo p okay hundo p a hundred percent wow hundo p what has happened who are you (laughs) (laughs) i'm just speaking new languages i feel like the foom the food moon the full moon the full moon vibes are oh it's about to go at its peak in like 20 minutes so we're about to get wild so we need to wrap this up Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, okay so next is like investing in a water filter so this is going to help people that want that use plastic water bottles get that clean feeling that they do the same like to get the same effect right because some people don't want to drink from the tap because it has a taste or they want to filter out the fluoride in it so get the water filter so that you can constantly use that to have clean water to refill and i have not personally used it but instead of buying like the plastic brita filters that everyone has Mm -hmm. and knows about i've seen things where you can buy like charcoal tablets Mm -hmm. and you drop this charcoal tablet in your pitcher Mm -hmm. and it naturally filters out the um like it naturally filters out your water like whatever bacteria is in there it does exactly the same because the brita filter the filter is charcoal Mm -hmm. it's the same thing wow but instead of buying the plastic like most people already have them but if you don't have one or if yours breaks like Mm -hmm. try to find a better alternative that doesn't include that plastic and then you also save some room in your fridge too because those things are huge mm-hmm. but um yeah that's just a more natural alternative way yeah i love that i love that because yeah people i know a lot of people drink plastic out of plastic water bottles for the taste yeah and it's like it's water but it does have a different taste yeah. but it's also like it's water like <laughs> yeah it's so water um but yeah okay and next uh a next uh, Thank you. another next. thing you can do is if you don't already have one, get a stainless steel water bottle or cup. This is self-explanatory, but I will live and die by my Yeti cup. I, I'm not sure about the manufacturing process of it, of like how sustainable it is, but like I've had my Yeti cup for years, years, and it's literally always next to me because it's so important to drink. I love drinking water. It's like life-sustaining and just gives me so much energy and life and it really is 
underrated. <laughs> like you're like, oh, what's your pre-workout? Water. What's your post-workout? Water. Like <laughs> drink water. I love it. And it's the perfect size and it doesn't break. It doesn't, there's nothing wrong with it. I will use it forever. There's no like chips on it. Like mm-hmm. the paint is perfect. It's good to go. I, and it'll last me forever. So that's what I love about it. And I will like advocate for it forever because people will like, you. there's so many different things that, you know, for like promotional goodie bags or this or that, you'll get like plastic water bottles or like reusable cups or this or that. But like you're, I feel like all of those I'm not going to use. They're just not as yeah. good because like they're not the right size. They don't keep the temperature where I want it mm-hmm. or whatever. Like this is perfect. Yeah. Like, and if you have something that you really love to keep using, like it'll be so much easier to give up that water bottle or not be tempted to buy that soda or whatever because you'll always have your drink next to you mm-hmm. that you love and you're drinking it out of a container that you love. So um, that's just a little suggestion. Speaking of Yeti, so since you've like talked about it before on the podcast, my mom has like commented so much that she wants to get a Yeti and try it because she's like, oh, Bianca's drink and how much she loves it. And her boss at work this week mm-hmm got a yeti cup from some promotional thing so it's like he he didn't want it mm-hmm. and my mom's like yeah sure like i'll take the bottle and it's literally like a yeti cup with someone else's logo on it she's like i don't care she's like i finally got my yeti <laughs> and she was super excited so i'm excited Yay. to see uh, her progression with the bottle is it but an actual yeti i believe so i okay. believe it's someone some companies like promotional stuff but they did it okay. on a yeti bottle nice so nice yeah because there are like other like swell is another good one like because i do have the yeti cup which is really good for like at my desk at home but like i can't take this to work out because it's gonna spill everywhere because it's a cup right but i have a swell bottle which is also like my workout or my on the go right bottle Mm -hmm. so those two things keep me Going. And that's all you need. Like, you don't need yeah. any more. So. I will never buy a water bottle mm-hmm. unless it's, like, an emergency. Yeah. I can't even imagine <laughs> buying a water bottle out. I don't, like, no. You know that TikTok where they're like, nobody, nobody, no. And, like, people are running away. And it's like. <laughs> We're going to need to remake that. When they tell you they use, when you see them buy a plastic water bottle. <laughs> and then the person's, like, running. Oh, <laughs> Like, tripping. Gosh. Wow, we're going to remake that. <laughs> That's going to be fun. That's a great one. All right. So next, and this is like another one that's really good when forming habits. But when you go out to eat, bring an extra container. Mm -hmm. So because you might have leftovers. So instead of having them package it up and then put it in the plastic bag, like just bring your own container, stick it in your purse, backpack, whatever, just carry it and then take it out. Mm -hmm. And then when you reheat it, it's already in that container, which is probably most likely going to be glass um so that's going to be better for you to heat up in rather than whatever plastic container they gave it to you in so you're reducing a lot of waste there you're helping out the restaurant because it's not an extra cost that they're incurring you're helping your body because you're not incurring extra plastic and then um you're also helping the planet so just bring a container when you go out to eat yeah and i'm thinking about like realistically i used to carry a container 
like when I used to drive a car, but like now in New York, we don't have cars. We carry everything. Yeah. So I'm like realistically trying to see like how I would implement that. And I'm thinking just like a small mason jar may be the answer. Because it's like anytime I have leftovers, I don't have a lot of leftovers. Yeah. Like ever. Like I almost always finish all my food. So it must have been like something, a little extra thing that I want to take home. Like I feel like a mason jar would be like a good size and you could just throw in like your, like a little straw or like, I don't know, like a little reusable napkin or something like inside there and just carry some things in there. And then when you need it, just take it out. That's genius. And uh, we have to be resourceful. I love that. Yeah. I love that idea. I think I might, that video? Oh, I love that idea. Oh, I think you said video. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You're like, someone already made it? <laughs> someone made a video? No, this? that's a great idea. Hey. Cool. Number six, go. <laughs> oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Ah, sorry. <laughs> Waiting on me over I here. I know. I was like, you're like Amanda. <laughs> Hello. I'm sleepy. <laughs> okay. Um, another thing you can do to reduce your plastic consumption is buy package-free soap or make your own cleaning products. So making your own cleaning products will be ultimately less toxic and eliminate the need for multiple plastic bottles of cleaner. So we talked about this before that I've been trying to find my cleaning, that was a long time ago, but I've been trying to find like my, the best cleaning products and uh, coming up with like making my own. I'm still figuring out the right, uh, formula for that um, because the same thing kind of like the bread like if I'm making my own cleaning products I still need to buy things that come in other th- plastics yeah. that I'm just like putting my salsuds inside a different bottle which I'm like Ugh, you yeah. know like I still have to buy the salsuds that comes in plastic comes in plastic yeah. so I'm still figuring out the right balance there but for the soaps like you can definitely buy bar soap versus uh, body soap so like you can go to Whole Foods or you can go to small businesses that sell you just like the bar of soap yeah. with no uh, no packaging which seems weird at first you're like oh because I'm so used to like everything being packaged in plastic and oh other people touch this but like people touch the stuff before it goes into the plastic so you have to think about it that way off as well mm-hmm. but I've definitely bought some nice lavender bars of soap that work magically and um it's just like a great alternative as well so i like it all right number seven consider the one in one out rule so and especially not so much in new york but in florida like the bogo Mm. where you just stock up on so many things and then you have 50 ketchups in your pantry ready to go at all times um Like, instead of stocking up on all of these things, like, beauty and makeup and even, like, food sometimes, because before you use it, it might go bad. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, only buy things when you're out, because this will minimize the risk of waste, because sometimes we'll forget about things or want to try something different, and then you don't really want that thing anymore, so this helps you be more intentional with what you're buying and what you're bringing in, and then when you go to the grocery store, you'll start buying less which will save you money and then so many of those like bath and body works like buy one get one yeah and then you really only use one and then you love one cent only but you have like 20 cents or like 
you know, makeup in general, like how many mascaras do people have or eyeliners? And then really you can't use it after a year because it like dries out and, um, it grows bacteria, mm, leaching bacteria, leaching bacteria. So yeah, one in one out, you just need one mascara. Like it goes well with like the minimalist lifestyle, but like you can have all these things, but just like maybe be conservative about how much you buy or like you only need one of each right yeah love it okay so the last step that we're recommending for reducing our plastic usage is to compost so i am on the naughty list because i haven't been composting lately i went to throw away my orange peel in bianca's freezer and i was like it's like I've been caught. Post bag. I've been caught. No, we stocked up on our freezer stuff like for a couple of weeks. We stocked up on the broccolis and everything. And so I know we said one in, one out, but like. <laughs> and then I didn't have enough room in my freezer to keep because usually I keep my compost in my freezer. Yeah. And at the end of the week, I take it out. Um, but like I said, I've been doing this challenge. I'm all over the place. Um, I need to get back on my composting game. But the whole concept of composting to help you reduce plastic is like if you compost, you're not that the stuff that you're composting is not being thrown in your garbage can. So your garbage can is not going to be emptied as much. So you're not going to use as many trash bags. So in the great scheme of things, like that's less plastic you're using and the world is getting more of its natural soil back i like that yeah also a really fun fact not super fun but i don't know if anyone else knows this but when you're making broccoli (laughs) okay uh because i saw a girl do it on um like make an instagram reel about it and i was like let me see so like when you cut off the stalks of broccoli Mm -hmm. because i've been buying broccoli a lot like the stalks take up a very large amount of like area and like when I compost them I'm like gosh that feels so wasteful so when the girl made the video she just cut off the edges around the stalk and then the inside of it is kind of like softer so instead of just throwing your entire broccoli stalk into the compost you just cut off the edges of the stalk Mm -hmm. and then just cut down in the middle and bake it like you would your regular broccoli and then you get more broccoli and you consume more and wait so you eat the stock. you eat the broccoli stock like the inside of it and it was so good like it was so soft and i kind of liked it more than the broccoli at some point what? yeah and i was like because i usually just chop it off and like put yeah. it in the compost i'm like okay it's going to compost it's fine but you can actually eat it and it's really good interesting yeah i that's gonna take some like like experimentation for you, me you don't I even don't have know. to do anything like it tastes like broccoli it tastes like normal broccoli like i feel like i would be good with like Throwing it in the blender and like <laughs> what is what? That face? And drinking it in a smoothie? No, like I uh, the food processor. Okay, sorry. My food processor <laughs> is my blender. <laughs> so so throwing it in the food processor, putting some spices in it and making them into like little tater tots or like um I don't know, like it's falafel. The same thing. But, but like eating the stock sounds so it just like seemed so it was good it was soft like it was soft it kind of like melt you could try it and see what you like because i feel like it's thick it was but then you just cut it into like little i just did little like rectangles like okay. little strips of it okay i'm not against it yeah. i like broccoli so i, I will think, check i think it you'll out. like it it tastes yeah. good 
Okay. But, wow, sorry. I didn't mean to derail, but... Don't be sorry. I'm not sorry for bringing more information, but it's just something I tried, and it was like, wow, I've been throwing all of my broccoli stalks away. This is ridiculous. Wow. Um, but okay. I'll try. Still, so, <laughs> um, let's just really quickly run through what we personally want to work on okay. to use less plastic. I have so much. Like, I feel like all of them apply to me. Okay. Um, but mostly, I think, obviously get back on my composting game. I'm When I'm good about it, I'm good about it. And then I have, like, seven bags of compost in my freezer. Um, but obviously get back on that. And I really think, like, this is going to sound crazy, but I don't carry a reusable bag around. And in New York, you don't really get bags. Like, you get paper bags everywhere. But, like, I just want to start carrying it. Like, just throw it in my bag. Like you mentioned. Like, it's so easy. Yeah. Like, why am I not doing that yet? Like, just leaving it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I end up getting, like, well, usually, like, if I am out and I'm buying something, I'll just throw it in my bag if it's small enough. But if it's not small enough and it's, like, more than, like, two things, I'm getting a paper bag and after learning about like how the recycling facilities work and like how sometimes they just go directly to the landfill like if i'm thinking i'm recycling that paper bag is it actually being recycled like i don't know so i like i'm just gonna do that now tonight (laughs) i'm gonna just throw it in my backpack throw because i have so many reusable bags so um that's what i'm gonna do that's my actionable easy step i like it how about you? Um, my actionable step is going to be looking at New York's plastic policies Ooh. because I want to know specifically what I can recycle and if I can ever buy yogurt again and not feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not over it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. No, but not not the feel guilty part because I've I've gotten to the point where I started to feel guilty buying certain things and like, that's not the point of this. Mm-hmm. It's just to be aware yeah. um, to reduce, but it's not to incite guilt when you want to buy a yogurt for breakfast. Like, mm-hmm. that's not the point of it. But um, I would like to have a better understanding of New York's policies to make sure I'm recycling properly. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. It's all about the knowledge. Yeah. No one can take that away from us. Mm. Love. <laughs> okay, so let's get into this week's goal. So this week's goal is going to be a little different than prior weeks. So in this week's goal, it's basically going to be a reflection prompt. So you can journal about this just or just take a minute or two and reflect on it or pop it into your phone notes, whatever works for you, whatever method works for you guys. Um, so the reflection prompt is going to be this. What are three lifestyle changes that I can make to reflect the world I want to live in? So there's a saying that we talked about earlier that was like, be the change you want to see in the world. So let's really reflect on that idea and come up with actionable steps that we can take that will make this into a world that we want to live in. And let's do those things. So think about three things, lifestyle changes that you can make to reflect the world you want to live in. So it's easy to say like, oh, this world is so crazy. Everyone's so crazy. The world is falling apart. Da-da-dee-dee, da-da-da-da. But like, 
take a step back and take that power back into your hands and what are three things that you can do to make this world the world that you want to live in and we can do that like we can make this world good if we just take that power back into our hands Uh, so that's this week's goal I love that instead of like reflecting on how crazy and how bad certain things are it's like okay what am I going to do to change it you're like shifting the vibration of it and I love that quote I have that on my graduation cap Uh, so it is I I live by that quote so I love it I love that you picked that was a beautiful goal for the week oh I'm so excited I'm gonna do this me too it's a good reflection it's a little bit different than what we normally do so I love this yeah so let's move into the card pulling you want to read it or you want me to read it go for it you want me to read it yes wow I read the goal and the card it's a it's a Bianca day hopefully people are still listening (laughs) (laughs) hello is anyone there hello (laughs) okay um so the card this week it has this uh, like beautiful mermaid on the front of the card, and it says, emotions are motions. So I'm going to read this one a little bit slower to let it sink in, because when I first read it, I was like, what? But it's actually really deep, um, so I want everyone to kind of soak it in. So E, motion. Energy in motion. Everything in motion. Motion means to move. Emotion means feelings in motion. Feelings are just energy in motion. All feelings are temporary. Take a moment to honor your emotions. Allow yourself to experience the emotion without judgment. Just let it be. If you let yourself feel it and learn from it, it will then pass. So I find that really beautiful, just whether it's good or bad, it's an emotion. Let yourself feel it fully, whether it's a hard emotion or a light, happy emotion, fully embrace it, live in it, and realize that it's temporary and it's always in motion, like it'll be in and out. So enjoy it if it's good you know embrace it if it's not good and it's temporary so learn from it feel it up and live it up i love that that was beautiful thank you thank you for listening wow i have such a happy heart now okay (laughs) emotions and motion emotions in motion with the the mermaid like it just it makes so much sense and i was like wait what i had to reread that yeah it's good it's a good one i love it mm-hmm. do you want to close this out because i feel like i've been yes, talking a lot yes i will happily <laughs> i mean not happily because it's ending but Aww. i will i will send everyone along into the beautiful journey of their special day but um we just want to say thank you guys for following along and making it to the end of the episode. We hope that you guys took a lot of things from this episode. I know we both did with these things that we learned. We're just trying to implement positive changes into our lives and bring awareness to what we're doing. That's the point of what we do here. Um, So if you guys liked 
this podcast episode, please go ahead and subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Bots of Time to stay in the loop. We post about the episode every week and also some fun additional other things that we do. So, um, yeah, that's it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.